again. Thanks for joining us at Amadeo Dispatched. We are here with Miss Deanna Jones. Hey, hey. We are back at the church. We're going to be talking about tonight's teaching and ignite. We're going to go over lesson two tonight, yes. night two. And just as a recap from night one, we kind of did an overview. We did recognize, recognize uh-huh. receive, and receive, yes, respond, and respond. We're, we're putting it all together of how we recognize that God is moving and then we receive it yes. and then we partner with God to respond yes. and then we go out and we release it. Okay. Whatever God is depositing in us or calling us to do, then we go out and we release it. Yes. Yes. All right. So receive what we're talking about today right. is from first or John one, John one. Mm-hmm. So in John one and verse 10, it talks about how, when Jesus comes, um, because it says in the beginning was the word and the word was made flesh and he came and he dwelt among us, but they did not receive him. So we know that, you know, the world is not going to receive Christ. They're not going to receive the things of Christ there. God says that he uses the simple things to, um, the foolish things to confound men. And so God uses things that the world may not recognize or understand, but to us in verses 11 in John one and 11, it says that to all who receive him, that he has given them the right to be sons and daughters of God. So we know the world is not going to maybe receive Christ or the things of God or understand them, but to all of us that receive him, he's given us the right to be sons and daughters. And so that's where the receiving comes in. You know, we recognize that God is moving that maybe, you know, you're listening to a service and you start crying and you don't understand why you're crying. It's, it's because, but you're recognizing that something is happening, that they're it's nearly every worship service for me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Worship is the awesome thing because you just get into the presence of God and then you recognize that God is moving and then you receive what he's doing. You're like, yes, Lord, I know that you're, you know, convicting my heart or you're healing my heart or, you know, whatever it is that we need. And we receive that. And then we go to respond to it, but the world doesn't receive Christ or the things of the Lord, but to all who do, then he gives us the right to be sons and daughters. Wow. Yeah. Isn't wow. that awesome? So the definition of respond, mm-hmm. look this up just a minute. Okay. Ago. I'm going to put my, I saw my readers here where I can see if I need to. To respond to something is to say something in reply. Mm-hmm. So how do we respond to God's voice? Well, for, for one thing, when we respond, uh, it, it makes us take responsibility. We, we have, we have a responsibility to respond to God. So, um, for instance, Jesus said, I have come to do the work of the father. I've come to finish what he started. I've come to do the work of the father. So when Jesus was here, he was always responding. He went up, he spent time in prayer and he said, I go to the father and I hear from the father and then I do what the father tells me to. And so he spent time in prayer and then the Lord would lay out a plan. It might be to go to Samaria to visit the woman at the well, or it might be to heal blind Bartimaeus, but the Lord would give him a directive of, you know, cause the words 
He directs our paths. So he would give him a directive and then Jesus would respond by, he would say, no, we're not going to go that way today. When I was praying, the Holy spirit told me to go up this way. Mm -hmm. And so he, he would respond the same with Paul. Many times Paul would be trying to go in one direction and Paul would say, I prayed and the Holy spirit would not allow me to go there. Mm -hmm. And then he would maybe show him something different in a dream or something. So when we respond to God, it's when we start to partner with him to do what he's called us to do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we go out and we do the work of the father. We do what Jesus did. And so what that looks like in, um, in Isaiah 60, it says, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. It says, see, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the people, but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. So he, but if you notice, it's an action, it's an action verb, arise, shine for the light has come. So he's saying there is going to be a lot of darkness, but he's telling us, get up, arise, go out, you know, that his glory, it's an action. So respond is our action to what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. So it's an action. So how do we tell if it's the, the, the voice of God, how do we tell it's the Holy Spirit? Is it the, the spirit of God and our conscience, the same voice? Um, sometimes it's kind of just like a, an inner, uh, prompting. I call it kind of like an inner prompting of the Holy spirit. Hold on just a second. Okay. So we were talking, you know, about the responding and it's kind of like an inner knowing. And one thing is that God never goes against his word. So he's never going to tell you to do something that goes against what his word says. Um, and, but it's, it's like, um, he wants us to go out and to do what Jesus did. So if we come over here, if we look at Isaiah 60, where it says, you know, rise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has covered you. What we just read about the darkness covers the earth, but he's telling us, yes, there is darkness, but I'm telling you arise and go forth to do that action. And then if you come over to Isaiah 61, it tells us what we should be doing. It says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Mm-hmm. He has anointed me to preach good news. He has anointed me um, to bind up the poor, to bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives, to release those in, from darkness, um, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor to comfort all who mourn. So that is what we are partnering and responding. So our response is to get up and to go forward. What we are doing is we're telling people the good news of Jesus. We're talking to those that are captive to sin or to addiction or uh, to poverty or to any of those, those things we're bringing the good news to them. We're proclaiming that, Hey, this is the year of the favor of our God. That's what we have been saying here at light in the wilderness. Since the beginning of the year, we've been saying, this is our year. This is the year of favor of our God. We're going to see, you know, increase in salvations and healings and in the movement of God, but then we're not supposed to just keep them here and 
the church, mm-hmm. we're supposed to take them out and, and tell others about there's a better way, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's kind of what the respond part is. That's what we're responding to. That's what we're commissioned to go out and do. In the grand view of things, life with God sounds so exciting. And it sounds like just this epic journey it is to go with God it is I know as an early Christian I was scared to get started with my life with Jesus Mm -hmm. so is God just going to take me by the ear and drag me down the road we start doing the little things you know we talked about this in our last episode about how when we first came to know the Lord he had us cleaning the church, washing the vans, uh, passing out posters. We weren't teaching or preaching. We weren't on the worship team. We weren't on the prayer team. Even we weren't doing any of those things. We were just doing the little things, helping in the nurseries, helping with rural rangers, just being faithful to show up, you know? And so then as we began to be faithful in those things. And we began to learn more about God and (coughs) we began to want to do more and, um, and we could take on more responsibility, you know, um, then our journey would go into different directions. Mm -hmm. You know, God would begin to open up doors uh, for us to go on mission trips. And so we started doing a lot of uh, mission trips and then we would be there and then uh, the pastor or whomever was in charge would say, hey, would you like to share a testimony tonight? Or do you have a scripture that you would like to share? Or would you like to open up in prayer? Or has God said anything to you? And so it's a little bit, it's a process. It's a little bit at a time. And God never makes us do anything that we don't want to. But one thing that I will say is that you will never receive more than how you respond. And, you know, I said that Sunday night and that is the truth is it's like, we can pray all day long for our services, for God to move. But if the people do not respond, it it doesn't matter. You know, it's kind of like if you're, preaching your heart out and everything. And then you give that altar call and you've prayed and everything. But if the people don't respond, if they don't partner with the Holy spirit and they don't respond, then it doesn't really matter that you've prayed or that you've preached because you have to respond. Yes. And so you will never receive more from God than your level of response. And even if you take the spiritual equation out of that and take God out of that, that's true in everyday life. In your job, you're not going to receive a promotion or a raise or recognition unless you're responding and doing what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. It's like with you being a paramedic, if you got a call and they're like, Hey, you know, Tasia, we need you to come. And you're like, you know, I just don't feel like it today. You know, that, you know, it's, it's raining out and it's a little uncomfortable and it's a good day to just sleep and hard pass. Hey, yeah. Hard pass. <laughs> Call somebody else. They'd be like, uh, excuse me. You know, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah. But, and sometimes that is how we treat. 
the house of God. Mm. And that's how we treat the presence of God. It's like, you know, it's Sunday. Is it really necessary? Yes, yes, it is, it is. because he said, mm-hmm. not because we say mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. and it's honoring him. And so as we begin to respond more in our affection for him, mm-hmm. and we begin to respond more in honor of him and in, in honoring him, mm-hmm. then we begin to receive more. Yeah. And so even if you take the spiritual equation out in the natural of our, our job or mm-hmm. whatever, we receive more when we respond more with responsibility, mm-hmm. with being on time, with doing what we're supposed to be. And um, so many times, you know, people forget that when you get saved, the word says your life is not your own. And we like to live our life like it's our that own control, factor. that control factor, yes. like Uh, ain't nobody tell me what to do, you know, but the thing is, is when we begin to love God and we begin to respond to the love of Jesus, Mm -hmm. then we want to, we want to honor him. Yes, it is. It is initiative and it is just the, the drawing, Mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, nobody, you know, nobody made me get saved. Yeah. I was drawn to Jesus through the love of Jesus. And then as he began to, uh, when I really fully realized that I was truly forgiven, then there's, there's not really a lot of total forgiveness. You know what I mean? It's like people will say that they forgive you, but maybe not so much. They stick it in the back of that Rolodex. Yeah. In your mind. Yes. Yes. And when I finally realized that I was truly forgiven, you know, could walk